going on, Millionaire Mindcast fam? Welcome into today's show. We are going to be talking about the perfect storm is a brewing and commercial real estate may just have a little meltdown here that could present wealth building opportunities of a lifetime that really could set you, your family, your future family up for a lifetime. And I want to make sure that at least we're having the conversations around where these opportunities may lie. So I'm going to share with you the top best commercial real estate assets to invest in a market downturn, many that are recession resistant or even recession proof. But before we dig into that today, I just want to give a big shout out to all of the Millionaire Mindcast supporters and listeners that have been involved, supporting, sharing this show out for the last six plus years to keep and make the Millionaire Mindcast one of the top 50 to 250 business entrepreneurship and investing podcasts in the world for as long as we've been on that chart. Wouldn't be able to do that without you guys, all of you who are out there consistently pouring into yourself, into your future, into your wealth, your families. And if you are new to the show, uh, I would love to invite you to subscribe. If you get any value out of the show and what we talk about here, mindset, money, and motivation to help you on your wealth building journey, all I ask is that you leave a review in iTunes, that you share it with a friend or a family member. And uh, if you want to get more involved, more engaged, you want to see what options uh, and, you know, opportunities we have available for our, our listeners and our community, uh, you can head over to millionairemindcast.com. There is tons of information on there for you guys. Of course, a lot of the stuff that we talk about in the shows and the show notes are up there. Um, if you're not on my weekly text letter, um, that's something that we've been having new people cycle in to that list each and every week, which is really uh, kind of a private text thread between me and all of you and sharing what I'm reading, you know, what I'm up to, some intimate behind the scene photos of things that are going on in my world, something that I'm using or finding value in in terms of my business, really to help you guys get a little bit more of an insight into my world. Also, if you head over to millionairemindcast.com forward slash store, we got the Rich Life Planner, the PDF, uh, edible PDF guide. We also have the physical planners that are going to be coming in here relatively soon, as well as the one-on-one -on -one mastermind tour Tahoe day with me where I'll spend uh, the full day having some fun snowboarding, getting into uh, nature, and of course, getting into your goals, your business, and your lifestyle for some consulting there. We also have the Wealth Wine and Dine event, one-day event in Napa that's available for many of you. If you're an accredited investor and you're looking for passive income opportunities and you're not on my deals list yet, be sure to text the word DEALS to 844-447-1555. That's for all of the accredited investors that are looking for different passive income and investment opportunities. And of course, if you have a financial portfolio and you want Ryan, my co-host on Money Moves on Wednesdays, him and his amazing team offer their free financial x-ray for all of our listeners where they'll do an entire portfolio audit and review to make sure that you're allocated properly, that you're not getting an overfeed or charge. And really, based on what your goals are, um, if there's a potential path or plan that might be different than what you're on, and that's all for free, no obligation, you can just text the word x-ray to 844-447-1555. So with that being said, I don't know if any of you are tracking the storm brewing in commercial real estate right now, but it is getting larger by the day. And a much higher percentage of the investor population this go-around 
in the downturn versus the you know financial crisis of 2008, there's a lot more investors who are in the real estate investing space right now that are allocated into commercial real estate compared to single family real estate back in 2008. And I think a lot of that has to do with education and, you know, courses and gurus and programs that, you know, got people more engaged in the opportunity of commercial real estate. Um, But also, right, the lending landscape has taken on a different life form in commercial real estate. Crowdfunding platforms have made it easier for individuals to get involved in commercial real estate. And so the dynamics look a lot different today in 2023 versus when they did in 2008. However, There's one big catalyst here that is starting to mount up, and that is the mountain of commercial real estate debt that will not be able to be refinanced in the coming year due to the current interest rate climate. So let me give you an example. There's a lot of people that may or may not have had experience or the savviness, or the proper skill set to invest in commercial real estate, but did so post-pandemic, 2020 and beyond. And when the market... Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach can be a slow and brutal process. And in many scenarios, it's just wasting the time of both the buyer and the seller, especially when business owners who are trying to find qualified buyers are using inaccurate and outdated data. But it doesn't have to be this way. With LinkedIn Sales Navigator, your organization can overcome these challenges by leveraging this amazing technology and platform that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights and sales. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to much better outcomes like build and bigger pipeline with real customers leading to higher win rates and conversions, and of course, larger deals and paydays all around. We call this deep sales and LinkedIn has built the first deep sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn sales navigator. Right now, our Millionaire Mindcast family has an amazing opportunity to try LinkedIn sales navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com forward slash mindcast. That's linkedin.com forward slash mindcast for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com forward slash mindcast and get started. Was as good as it was which was on what felt like endless uh, runway of appreciation, an endless uh, runway and uptick of demand, of rents and cash flow, um, low interest rates. It was a lot easier to make deals pencil, and many people underwrote those deals also of where they bought it and where they were going to improve those assets to in a very blue sky, optimistic um, analysis. Basically saying, 
this property is where it's at today and we're going to do X, Y, and Z and it's going to get better and better, you know, over the course of the next few years. And as they raised capital for a lot of these deals or they invested their own money into a lot of these deals, a big piece of the return on investment and these deals making financial sense was there being some recapitalization event of that particular investment to either sell the asset for a major profit or to refinance the asset to get money out and repay investors. But based on how the exit strategy was structured when people bought these deals, a lot of these deals or a chunk of these deals, and I'll give you some data points here pretty soon, a good chunk of these deals were purchased based on things either continuing to be in the same climate, if not in many scenarios, a lot better than when they bought it. A lot of these deals were not underwritten or plans weren't created for what we now see ourselves in, in terms of the current economic and real estate climate and landscape with higher interest rates, with deflating rents, with expanding cap rates and um, compressing values and cash flow. And therefore, a lot of people who purchased a lot of these commercial assets on what we would call short-term debt, basically debt that is going to need to reset in a two- or a three-year period, those loans now, if you bought 2020 or 2021 or 2022, are now, if we're talking about 12, 24, 36-month you know, resets in rates or resets in, or I'm sorry, uh, payoffs that need to be balloon paid off in 12, 24, 36 months, we're basically starting the beginning of that cycle and that reset. Many of those people did not underwrite their, you know, 4%, you know, adjustable rate mortgage being up at 7% and what that would do to their cash flow and their returns. Many people, right, didn't account for the fact that they are thinking they're going to be able to go and refinance their loan and get an equal or better interest rate to hit their financial hurdles or hit the, you know, target on their financial modeling when many banks right now aren't even looking or thinking about refinancing any of these properties, again, based on the current climate. Many banks, many lenders, right, those individuals have really tightened up their financial criteria, have really pulled back on what assets they want to give and lend money to. And ultimately, a lot of individuals in terms of banks, lenders, are just being much more cautious and patient right now because of what many people believe is going to be a little bit of a season of hardship and distress. And in a really telling report, Fitch Ratings, which is a data aggregator and kind of a commercial real estate um, you know, platform for insights on the industry, Fitch Ratings claims that about 23% of CMBS commercial mortgage-backed securities debt, 23% of debt maturing by the year end of 2023, almost a quarter percent 
of the debt maturing this year will not be refinanceable under any realistic scenario. That is a staggering $6.2 billion in CMB, CMBS debt alone. And this also doesn't take into account agency debt and other types of private lender debt or hard money debt, commercial real estate debt that could be a much, much larger number than the $6.2 billion that is just CMBS debt alone. So as you can imagine, that amount of debt tied to a significant amount of real estate, commercial real estate assets, that 25% of that is not refinanceable, well, what are those individuals going to do? According to the Fitch Ratings Report, this leaves many syndicators and many investors who you know, find themselves in this situation who probably did purchase within the last couple years thinking that the blue sky scenario and things were going to continue to approve and appreciate and rates were going to stay the same and things were going to be stable. Well, now that that's not the case, this leaves many of those individuals with what they claim are the three most unpleasant choices for how they're going to have to move forward. Number one, they're either going to need to raise the net operating income by 50% from the time of acquisition to the debt maturity. So basically, the individuals who bought those properties are going to need to show that they increase the net operating income by at least 50% for a lender to say, yep, your debt service coverage ratio makes sense and we feel comfortable refinancing this property for you, which is most likely an uh, an unlikely scenario. Number two is they need to authorize a capital call to deleverage the assets. They need to bring more money into the asset to make the loan-to-value ratio meet where a lender would feel comfortable refinancing that debt. Or they're going to have to hand the keys back to the lender because if they can't sell it for a profit and they're at a loss, that being a short sale, or if they're going to get foreclosed on, they surrender the keys back over to the lender. Option one, right, raise net operating income is possible but it's really unlikely in the coming year according to you know, the data that we're seeing in rent growth forecasts. According to Calculated Risk Blog, one of the main blogs that I follow that has a lot of economic reports and data on the financial markets, on the real estate market, the economy as a whole, rent price gains declined in December for the eighth straight month on an annual basis and will continue to soften throughout 2023. So it's going to likely be hard to make up an increased net operating income if you're unable to raise rents or occupancy and lower expenses all at the same time. Option two asks, you know, already probably unhappy investors to pump more cash into what may feel like for many people a sinking ship. If you're coming back to me asking me for a bunch of more money, this would you know, potentially water down current investors' equity stakes and could even cause current investors to lose their equity altogether as new investors might demand a higher position on the totem pole or higher returns to come in and save the day, right? And option three is obviously the most devastating where these individuals are going to have to either get foreclosed on or surrender their assets back over to the lender and lose their equity That's something that is, you know, already beginning to see an uptick in with commercial data. So 
what are the opportunities that are going to be out there for you guys? And the best types of commercial real estate assets, I mean, obviously, when it comes to distress of this list that I give you, there's going to be opportunities in each one of these categories. And if you are to underwrite properly in what is a downturning market, which ultimately, of course, we know based on cycles will upturn again. But if you can weather the storm and analyze based on the fact that the market is going down and you're going to need to weather that storm for a certain period of time and you can do that and then ride that uptick up, these are going to be some great asset classes to be looking at because there are distress in each one of these right now. Now, that being said, many of these assets, when underwritten properly, which you're not going to see these kind of assets hit the market because these individuals underwrote their assets properly and you know made the assumptions based on the fact that the market was going to downturn at some point, these are considered recession-resistant or even recession-proof assets. And these assets tend to maintain or increase their value despite economic fluctuations and can provide stable income streams for investors. So here's the main categories that I see that fall into this bucket. Now, mind you, there's always a needle in a haystack and a great deal in any asset class of commercial real estate. So let's start there. But number one is going to be multifamily properties. Apartments and other multifamily properties tend to be more resilient in downturns as people will always need a place to live, right? Basic need of humans is shelter. Rental income from these properties can provide a stable source of cash flow for investors throughout this time as long as you're underwriting those rents, being conservative, and your occupancy levels being conservative when we know, right, things get a little turbulent financially for people in recessions or economic downturns. And so if your multifamily asset has those assumptions baked in and it still makes sense, great opportunity to be looking at those types of deals. Number two is self-storage facilities. As people downsize or move into smaller living spaces during a downturn, the demand for self-storage actually increases oftentimes because, you know, people, we as humans, we are hoarders, we are pack rats, we don't want to get rid of our stuff, and we'll pay money to store it elsewhere to ensure that we don't have to let go of it. And so this asset class can provide a steady stream of income and has oftentimes much lower operating costs. Number three, which has been one of my favorite performing assets in my portfolio, is medical office buildings. Healthcare services are always going to be considered essential and are likely to remain in demand even during an economic downturn. So if you can find medical office buildings that, you know, you got chiropractors, dentists, doctors, pharmacies, you know, the urgent cares, those types of assets and tenants are going to remain stable, especially during times of turbulence. Number four, people always need food. And grocery stores rarely ever go out of business. So a grocery-anchored retail property is also another essential type of business. And anchored tenants such as these can help to drive traffic to other retail spaces. And so if you can find opportunities that have a, a larger anchored tenant, specifically food-related in terms of grocery store or a Winco or things along those lines, great properties to potentially look at investing in. 
Number five is going to be industrial properties. Warehouses and other industrial properties tend to have longer-term leases, and those are generally less affected by economic fluctuations, another great stable source of rental income for investors. What you're going to see is a lot of people who mismanaged their purchase or mismanaged their operations after their purchase get themselves into a state of hardship that can create some massive opportunity for you to capitalize on. And so before you decide to make your next investment, some things that I would heavily consider to make sure you don't end up being one of these people is looking at your asset choice, looking at your operating model or who the operator is that you're investing with or how you're going to operate or who you're going to select as an operator. Very, very important. And then, of course, the debt construction the debt structure of what you are opting into in order to get this money, these are the terms that go along with it and the structure that is tied to it, making sure that you poke as many holes in worst case scenarios. And if the deal still pencils with that debt structure and those terms, then you're giving yourself the best chance to see this asset win and produce returns for you over the long term. So looking deeply at the debt structure you know, is critical because this is obviously going to be the catalyst for many people who didn't think about this, didn't model this into their, um, you know, investment analysis are now having to sell at a loss or, you know, at a discount because they didn't look at the modeling of the debt. So looking at implications of short versus long-term debt, your loan to cost, your loan to value, your debt service coverage ratio, right? Whether it's a fixed versus a floating rate, depending on what cap rates are doing, you know, thinking about all of these things, prepayment penalties, you know, interest only versus your PITI structure. Very, very important when it comes to the covenants of a loan and how it's structured. Of course, right, thinking about who the lender is as well, not only what they're giving you in terms of a product, but who is this lender? What is their per, you know, particular experience in the asset class that you're looking to buy? How did they handle the 2008 crisis, right? Thinking about that is also something that is very important. So we got an interesting storm ahead of us that is you know, brewing right now, and it hasn't started raining too hard yet, but I believe that there's gonna be some insane commercial investment opportunities that, again, guys, one deal could completely change your life. I know my first commercial deal set me on a path of wealth building that I never thought was possible for me. My first commercial strip center opened my eyes to the power of commercial real estate, which led me to buying multiple hotels, which led me to buying more commercial assets that has ultimately unlocked a level of wealth and financial freedom for me that I would have never thought if I would have just stayed in single family real estate, I would be nowhere close to where I'm at today. So thinking about how one commercial deal could change the game for you, and if you only did one of these every single year going forward, using this season as an opportunity to break into commercial real estate could be massively life-changing for you. And so I just wanted to share some of these statistics, share some of my crystal ball, I guess, or some of my predictions around, one, we're already seeing the data show some distress, two, we're going to be... Uh, paying attention to what asset classes are showing the most distress, and then how you, based on what your investment strategy and model looks like, can go out and start 
identifying and lead generating for some of these opportunities. Because if you were to find one deal in the next 12 to 24 months that netted you, net, not made, not the deal income, but what the net operating income would be. If you could find one deal that made you $50,000 in passive income, and that's not accounting for the appreciation and the tax benefits that come along with it, how would that change your life? If you did that, which is my model, one a year for 10 years, I'm on year four, and mind you, at a minimum, all my deals have netted me $50,000 a year in passive income. Some have been north of 100000 But if you just did one a year for 10 years, that's $500,000 a year in passive income, let alone what the equity is going to do and let alone what all the you know, tax benefits are that are going to accompany those investments. How would that change your life? $500,000 a year in passive income is a lot of money. The equity tied to that income is a lot of money, life-changing. So I just wanted to encourage many of you who I know are thinking about commercial real estate that maybe are intimidated by commercial real estate. Again, if you can find the right opportunity, money is going to find its way to that deal, especially in times of economic hardship. If you can be the one who holds a piece of gold in your hand and says, this piece of gold can make you this return and give you these benefits. Would you like to invest in this opportunity with me? If you find a great deal, you're going to find people that go, I can't find that deal. I can't, you know, find the cash flow in this type of market. I will give this individual my money. That's ways that you can get started in these in, in this arena with little or no money down. And these are many of the things that I teach and work with on, you know, my coaching and mentorship clients. But This is the type of storm that's brewing right now and the opportunities that are going to be out there to generate wealth. I don't think there's going to be as many in single family real estate. I think there's going to be a lot in commercial real estate. And I hope that you are preparing yourself to take advantage of that. If you've got any questions for me, text me at 844-447-1555. I'll be happy to answer those on either the next episode or on my Instagram. If you're not following me on social media, be sure to follow me at at official Mattie And of course, don't forget to head over to millionermindcast.com. Check out all the stuff we got on the website for you guys. With that being said, keep investing in yourself and your wealth on your March to a million and beyond. I'll see you guys in next week's episode. Cheers. 